What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gobi Games Podcast. I'm your host, Gobi. We're going to start calling this the Insomnia Podcast, I think, because it just, yeah, it is what it is. Welcome to Wednesday morning, y'all. Hopefully you guys have been having a good week. I know uh, I won't complain too much. Uh, shout out to all the people down in Texas without power. Man, I'm sorry. I mean, it's freezing balls up here, so... I can only imagine how cold it is for y'all down there where you're not used to this cold. I mean, I'm used to this cold, and it's still cold. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, and the East Coast, I, I hear you guys got a bunch of snow. Wow, that pisses me off, and my Amazon order still isn't here. I'm sorry, guys. I, I know how frustrating it is to be in, digging yourself out of snow. And, yeah. But... Yeah, let's talk about some snow. So, a couple weeks ago, I talked about a game that had just come, come out called Valheim. Um, it's been out for two weeks. It sold two million copies. And, yeah, well, what is it? It's it's a Viking survival game. Alright? We'll just throw those cards right on the table. You get to be a badass Viking, and it's an open-world survival game. Yeah, it's procedurally generated, so that's that's pretty cool too. Um, now, it does have an interesting art style. This isn't a realistic 3D like Daisy or anything like that. It's got more of a low, they call it lo-fi retro um, aesthetic. Um, yeah, it's more, it's more cartoonish like borderlands but not like this borderlands art style it's just more cartoonish um it's actually quite a lot similar to um craftopia which is also on pc another early access survival game um but we're going to talk about valheim and there is no thirst meter what a survival game where I don't have to worry about drinking water every five seconds? No. Oh, that's that's all right. Oh, wait. Oh, there's a hunger system. But, oh, it only exclusively provides benefits. No longer have to frantically find food, you know, running around. Oh, I'm on this badass mission. Oh, shit, I'm going to die of starvation. That's right. Or, you know... Hey, I'm just trying to get to my friends over that hill, and, uh, crap, I'm gonna die before I get there. Because I didn't eat something, or my food went rotten. Ah, none of those things. Yeah. We call them daily chores, basically. Eating, drinking, fixing, replacing tools. You know what? They even get rid of that one. All you have to do is take your tool to the workbench and repair it. And it's good as new again at no cost. That's right. I'll say it again. At no cost. So that's... Yeah. Now... It can... It can get interesting. Though... Um, it's... Not an easy game. Um, it's not a hard game. But there's still... You can still get one-shotted and forced to abandon your hard-earned gear. It is a survival game. Now, you can also go claim your loot after death. And I 
yeah, it's so it's not like it's it's unforgiving as far as survival games go, but there's still that you know you can still get one shotted. Plus, this is also an early access. So you got to keep that in mind. Um, I don't mind early access titles, especially one as polished as this one is. Um, it's very very nice. Now, if you haven't checked this game out, I do recommend it. It's only twenty bucks on Steam. It's quite a bit of fun. Plus, you can have up to nine friends with you on a private server. So you and nine friends can be Vikings and run around a procedurally generated worlds and wreck havoc. Yeah, that can't be fun, right? I mean, I don't understand why they put it in the game. There's no way that is that can be fun. I just cannot think of a single way... Yeah, okay, that's all sarcasm. If you didn't pick that up, I'm I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. There's I don't I don't know if I could do much for you, but uh Yeah. Um sorry, I it's Wednesday morning. I haven't had a whole lot of sleep and it's just been yeah. <clears throat> but definitely go check this game out. Um obviously I like my survival games. Um now one of the other games that you can uh, play survival is uh, Space Engineers. I mean, it's also a pretty cool creative game. Um, but this game wasn't really on my radar. Um, I took my kids shopping and my son did that whole thing where, you know, he's finding trinkets that he thinks are cool and pretty and then five seconds later he's finding something else he wants and stuff. So, I got down on his level and said hey buddy look I know you want to buy something you want to get something whatever uh, but if you don't find something that you really really want when we get home I'll buy you trail makers because he's been asking me for this game for a while now um, and it's this little game you basically build vehicles you can build helicopters build whatever your heart's desire i mean it does have a physics based system so it you know you just can't build something funky and it'll work i mean you might build something funky and try and drive it and it'll just blow apart um <clears throat> so i got thinking about other games and obviously i'm a huge sci-fi guy i love my sci-fi uh just watching started watching the expanse um on amazon uh prime pretty solid show I'm enjoying it. Um, but anyway, back to Space Engineers. So it just got a huge update. I shouldn't say huge, but it, it's pretty huge. Uh, it added crossplay for PC and Xbox players. Awesome. Yeah, another game to add to your crossplay arsenal. I like it. But that's not all. The council, guys, you win out on this one. This is definitely more for you than it is us on PC and hey. That's okay. I will give you guys this one because that means you guys also get to use mods with Space Engineers. And they added support for Mod IO, which will help everybody, but it will really help make getting mods easier. Now, there is one exception. Uh, mods that use client-side scripts won't work on the Xbox. But hey, I mean, you can still get the Firefly mod and fly around in Serenity and you know that's still that makes it cool i mean that makes it worth it all right there um now you can buy it obviously on steam 
or the Microsoft Store or Xbox. Um, I know it was on sale. I don't know if it's still on sale. Um, but it's a pretty solid game. I, I just kind of got back into it and started this game, so I haven't really... I'm not too far into it. I'm just basically getting down the basics and whatnot and, uh, you know, trying to figure out the controls and whatnot, see if I can get it next time it goes on sale. I'm going to pick it up for Loki so we can build the spaceship together and fly around the universe. I mean, he loves No Man's Sky and he loves flying around with me and other space games, so this one would be kind of cool. We can actually build the spaceship together and then uh, take off. So, and... It's got Xbox, so we might be able to play with other GS members or even some of his friends that have it on Xbox, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, sticking with the sci-fi space theme, we're going to go on to what is probably my favorite sci-fi space game series of all time, Mass Effect. Now, obviously... I've been asking for a remaster of the original trilogy for quite some time now. Huge fan of Mass Effect, got hundreds of hours into the games. I have Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. I've played both vanilla playthroughs and modded playthroughs. And obviously I talked about uh, modding uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2 a long time ago. But... There's a group of mods called a lot, and it basically changes a lot of the textures to either 2K or 4K graphics. Um, so I pretty much have played the Mass Effect trilogy in remastered graphics. So the Legendary Edition was cool because I figured, oh, finally, it'll all give me one everything in one package. The high-definition graphics, the controller support, and all this other stuff, and, you know, and that, you know, it is... It's going to do that. It's going to give you all that stuff, which is great, and it's amazing, and I'm so happy that it's the game's coming. Is this game necessarily for me or people like me? Well, it depends. How much do you like Mass Effect 3 multiplayer? Because if this is a make-it-or-break-it-for-you thing, uh, hate to tell you, Sally, I hate to tell you this, but... It's going to break it because there is no Mass Effect 3 multiplayer in Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Now, if you're like me and you're like, what is Mass Effect 3 multiplayer? Well, I've played it because I, I love it. I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, it's basically, I think every one of them are seven waves and there's... Some waves are objective-based. Based, You have a squad of four, and you can play as an Asari, a Cuman, a Turian, a Krogan. Um, <clears throat> basically, I think almost every species that's in Mass Effect you can play as. All right, plus a couple other ones. I know there's a special edition Battlefield 3 character that you can play in, the multiplayer and stuff. Um, but... You get to play these, like, little mini side missions and stuff that are based, you know, wave-based or whatever. Um, and you actually get to play as, you know, obviously my favorite is a Turian, uh, for whatever reason. <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, and, but that won't be there, so, I mean, 
I'm gonna have to stick with my Mass Effect 3, which I already own, which that that's fine. Um, now you're also not going to be able to play Mass Effect 1's Pinnacle Station. That was also dropped on the cutting floor. It's this part disappointing, but they also said it was the weakest series of major pieces of add-on content I guess I don't really remember the pinnacle station so they could be entirely correct on that um yeah I do say though um I'll say it again Mass Effect 1 is a great game the graphics don't do it justice if you're gonna if you already own it and you don't want to wait for the legendary edition or you're like me and you own the trilogy already and you love Mass Effect 3 multiplayer you might as well just mod the crap out of Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2. I highly recommend using Nexus mods and the Allot um, HD mod. Um, there obviously are other ones as well. If you've come from council and you decide that you know you want to sit back on your council and or couch and play the P modded PC version like council version with the controller, they all have controller support for them. Uh, the one exception is multiplayer or. Uh, Mass Effect 3, you have to have, it's two mods, um, one mod for controller support for single player, and one mod for multiplayer controller support, uh, because of the way multiplayer works, um, so there is some more difficulty, I guess you could say, with Mass Effect 3, um, in using the controller mod, but it's not super uber difficult or anything like that, pretty much anybody can do it. If you have any questions, I'll gladly help you walk walk you through it and stuff and point you in the directions you need to go. Um, now, we all know about Star Citizen, right? Right? Everybody knows about it. Um, I actually don't really care about Star Citizen, but this showed up in my uh, personal Discord because I, I have it linked to the Toby Gaming announcement. Um their channel on the toby gaming server now what is toby gaming well they they make eye trackers what are eye trackers well that's it they do what they say they they track your eyes um this is a really cool company uh, these guys are great i've been using an eye tracker since the division one came out um i bought a package through them and i got the game for free basically what it does is it it's a little bar with some lights that goes underneath your monitor and it tracks where your eyes are looking on the screen and it does different things you know according to that it also has head tracking so if i look to my left or i look to my right it can pan the camera so games like uh arma 3 or elite dangerous or ghost recon breakpoint ghost recon wildlands the division the division 2 they all have some use for this eye tracking in game um elite dangerous i love it for there because obviously i have my hoitas set up um and when you're flying around if i look over to my left i'm looking at the computer screen you know so i can do all that stuff over there i look to my right like i don't have to tap a button i'm just looking around with my head and i look up down you know i can check all this stuff on my screen just by turning my head and it'll highlight it um games like the division two um 
obviously it's cover based shooter so one of the main perks I use it for is um, cover at gaze which means anywhere I look it gives me the icon and I can go to cover there whether or not I could be aiming with my mouse or aiming with my crosshair over to the left and you know shooting a guy and setting up my next move to this guy over here but I wanna I need to get to that cover to my far right all I have to do is take my off the crosshair turn my head to the right look at the cover hold the button and as soon as I release the trigger I'm going I'm in a cover to cover run over to that spot that I was just looking at without taking my mouse or the crosshair off the cover I'm sorry guys it's early and I keep messing up my words it's just yeah um but anyway why is that what does this have to do with star citizen well apparently you can play star citizen for free from february 15th to february 25th um it gives you access to the star citizen alpha 3.12 and all the ships featured in it and uh apparently the fps action of star marine during the free fly event now Toby has integrated their eye and head tracking into Star Citizen with this 3.12 patch. So the patch that you basically can fly for free now is using their head tracking. So I'm assuming they, when you're in the spaceship, it's a lot like the Elite Dangerous head tracking where you look to the left, you, you know, your character, the camera pans to the left and whatnot, and any stuff you got to do on the left hand side of the screen is you know over there on the left hand side of the screen um but yeah that's so i mean there's there's an update on star citizen i mean it's still not coming for like another 10 years so sit back and relax on that <laughs> sorry uh i just couldn't help myself uh but moving on so this this next part obviously i play no man's sky and great game if you haven't played it yet definitely go check it out full cross play and it's a lot of fun. So the No Man's Sky Twitter account has posted two things over the last 24 hours. First one is a simple ball of yarn. Right? Why are you getting excited about a ball of yarn? Don't worry. I'll tell you in a minute. The second one was just this picture of a freighter with a bunch of frigates behind it. And a spacecraft coming in to land on the frigate or the freighter. What could that mean? Well, personally, I hope the the last one is, is the update saying freighter customization because I absolutely love all the different freighters in the game. I just wish I could make them unique to me. You know, make them giant orange balls of fire with Gobi on them. So, you know, just in case you were curious or you didn't know that it was me. I mean, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, that's not some Okay, it's something I would do, but... Um, and the ball of yarn, this, this, I had to actually do some research on because I was a little bit confused. Uh, why is this ball of yarn showing up on my Twitter feed? Apparently one of the biggest things requested for No Man's Sky is pets. People want pets in space. I get it. I guess I wouldn't mind having a pet. I mean, I don't necessarily need one, but it'd be kind of cool to have one running around space with me. I mean, get out of your rover, your, you know, a little pup jumps down with you with the little <clears throat> suit over him and he's running around sniffing the flowers as you're, you know, mining your resources. That'd, that'd be kind of neat or, you know, come back from the long day and there's your cat just perched up on your, the council of your ship waiting for you to get back. 
you know, purr and reach out and pet it before you take off. Yeah, I, I could see where that, that'd be all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward way too more to the freighter customization that they should definitely, hopefully, be putting in the game. Again, this is all just speculation on my part. I just thought it'd be fun to speculate about it for a little bit, because why not? All right, now, well, we'll leave space for a minute. We'll come back down here to Earth to something that was uh, slightly disappointing when I realized what it had meant. Um, I hadn't really even thought about it. Um, but a little bit ago, Division 2 made a little post in... It showed up in the Gunslinger Discord, and of course my personal one is too. Um, that they were going to give us more content in 2021. Now, just remember Trellophant, and I both read it the same. That Division 12, Patch 12, was supposed to be the end of Division 2 content. That was kind of disappointing to realize. Like, wow. I mean, they're going to have probably a, at minimum a two-year gap in the Division series with no content. I was a little disappointed when I figured that out. But, you know, they said, hey, you know what? We're going to give you more content in 2021. Er, and, you know, they just said later in 2021. So I don't know how long we're going to have to wait. I don't know what that is. Um... But obviously the Resident Evil crossover event, which I rather enjoyed. The Nemesis mask that I got at the end, that was pretty cool. Um, I do kind of wish they would go back and bring back some of the weapon camos from the original Division. And mainly the solid color ones. Like, there was a lot of solid color camos that I really enjoyed from the first one that aren't in the the second one notably the orange one um come on guys i mean who doesn't want a bright orange gun i think everybody does it's yeah just yeah <laughs> um so yeah we had we at least have more content to look forward to now in division two but uh, i was a little disappointed that it was the end of the watch um now <clears throat> I'm almost my second way through the Division 2's end of watch season. Um, I got to fail out pretty much as soon as she came out. Um, I believe it was the second day she was released. I, I took her down. Um, again, I didn't go into too much detail. I don't want to yet. Uh, maybe next week I will finally drop some spoilers on it. Because that will give plenty of people time to get through it. Um... This week started the league activities uh, for the season. So if you haven't done those, you might want to check them out. They are all in New York. Um, they're not so much fun, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Y'all have fun with that. Uh, but, yeah, I know, uh, and according to McMurphy, apparently there's a big Nintendo announcement coming up here shortly. So... Probably later in the week, I'm going to get to that and talk to talk about some of those things and some other stuff too. Not. <clears throat> but, yeah. <sighs> Alright, maybe the next one I'll do at night because this whole getting up at 
4 o'clock in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep is getting a little ridiculous. So, again, hopefully you guys all stay safe. Hopefully you get the power situation figured out down in Texas and the East Coast gets back to normal. And you know what? I think I saw this weekend, it's or early next week, it's supposed to get up to 40 degrees here in Wisconsin. So, hey, there's some bright side coming. There's a little bit of warm weather around the corner. I know that doesn't seem warm to people, but I'm super excited about seeing 40. I can actually go outside in a t-shirt. Nobody will look at me like I'm crazy. All right, maybe they'll still look at me like I'm crazy, but it is Wisconsin. So, But uh, till next time, we'll catch you all later. Peace.